0: Hey guys, welcome back to uh, the third episode of After Taps, the podcast with uh, co-host Eric Marshall and Tim Flanagan. Um, we uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with uh, Timofey Spitsarov. It was kind of a long one and it was really fun when we got to get to know a little bit more about him and his background as a, a Russian hockey player taking over the U.S. So we hope you did enjoy that uh, for the plan for today's episode. Oh, I just want to apologize real quick though, the voice might sound a little raspy, we got uh, some bug going around campus, we, uh, we're all sniffling and, and uh, got some sore throats, I don't know if it's post-Shattuck excitement or what, but uh, so for the plan, back on track though, the plan for today's episode, uh, we are going to have an interview with some lacrosse boys actually, so we're switching uh, switching topics going from hockey to lacrosse as the seasons start to change and uh we'll have three interviews all all together as one uh from different walks of life going to different schools and uh, all that jazz so here on campus we've got a plethora of of sports you know we've got all the main sports and then we've Uh, got all these other ones we've got the lacrosse hockey basketball football you know like most sports and then sailing rowing yeah all those specialty sports
1: yes fencing like side sports that not many high schools have so i mean pretty gifted, pretty, uh, like, uh, what would you say? Like blessed to have, I guess, all yeah. the opportunities we do have. So that's, that's just a really nice
0: thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we're very fortunate to have what we have here at Culver. It's, uh, it's definitely something special. A lot of kids come here and they, they, uh, they always know the, the four main sports, you know, that they see at a regular high school, majority of the time being soccer, football, basketball, and baseball, and then, but to be able to see different sports like on campus at competing at the highest of levels, like it, it's an unbelievable, something that uh, we all enjoy. Like, like we mentioned, going to the Shattuck games, and then everybody pops out to everybody's games, which is awesome. Yeah, for you sure. know. Uh, Tim, I don't know if you made it out to the girls lacrosse game on uh, what would have been Tuesday. No, and, I
1: uh, uh, I personally didn't. I, uh, I was doing something else, but uh, my. Uh, all, all my buddies were out there. They uh, said they enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, they're they're not necessarily, like, the most talented team, but, you know, they have fun, and it's mm-hmm. fun to go watch them. Like, and that goes for all of our teams. Like, they don't necessarily have to be the best one on campus or, like, the greatest one in the country like some of our teams have been before, but everyone's still willing to go out there and watch them and have fun. And I think that's just a little special thing about Culver.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. A Unity, man. Like, it's it's like none other that's that's all I can say about it we uh like you said we have top top teams in the country and then we've got some intermediate teams that uh don't play a whole lot like uh like the rugby season we only got three matches coming up this year yeah blame blame that partially on COVID I mean it kind of ruined a lot we uh seasons are getting cut short you know teams aren't able to play the full schedules that they usually they usually get to especially because of uh like state borders, you know, they're yeah, they're kind of shutting sure. it down a little and bit. And
1: a lot of schools, I know, basketball season. I think they only played what like six games in the regular yeah, season. A yeah. lot of like a lot of the schools that were on our schedule dropped us because uh, they didn't want to have to deal with all either getting tested or have to deal with wearing masks during games. And personally, I don't really blame them. It's hard mm. to play basketball with a mask up, but like stuff like that really just kind of hurts the the seasons. But it's it's it's, great. it's good to be kind of back on track here.
0: Yeah. Well, Tim talked about masks and stuff. Sorry, it's kind of a little bit different than what we want to talk about. But what what are your thoughts on the whole way Culver has kind of mitigated the uh, COVID issue?
1: So I think Culver has done uh, th- their to the best of their ability to yeah. what they can do here. Um, I know a lot of like like the kids just like personally, I hate wearing a mask, but mm-hmm. I understand the their reasoning behind it. And I understand it was mandated for a while in the state. Now the mask mandate's lifted, but because we're a private school, we still have to still have to wear them. Um, I I think the weekly testing is good. I mean, it, it sometimes you be scary. You get a little head cold. You walk <laughs> in there like, oh god, I'm gonna test positive. Yeah, day. you never you never know, you know if know,
0: that test is gonna pop positive.
1: I think Culver's done to the best of their ability everything they can do. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean that, and then but. When it comes to sports, I'm glad they uh, kind of loosened up. So, baseball, you know, outdoor sports, like, uh, we're going to have to wear masks mask on the field or not. Uh, so, thankfully, we don't have to wear them in the field. What we do is we, like, wear gators, and mm. we go out on the field and pull them down. But when we're in the dugout, we're, we're supposed to have them up unless we're, like, drinking. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's um I think that's nice, personally, because, yeah. you know, it's hard to play with. Yeah, of course. In your face.
0: Something new you've got to deal with. But yeah, so uh, that the whole COVID thing has definitely changed a lot of a lot of the the way we do a lot of things, I should say. But uh, you know, we we carry on. It doesn't it doesn't stop us from getting the job done and moving forward. So uh, following this, uh, we'll have a couple of, of the lacrosse players from the prep lacrosse team on, and I'll have them introduce themselves shortly. Thanks. All right, guys, I'm here with uh, Benjamin Trumbull, Ty English, and Cam Hitchcock. Uh, We've got some prep lacrosse players here at Culver Academies, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this interview with them. It's going to give us an opportunity to take an inside look at uh, the Culver prep lacrosse team here and uh, what it's like. Uh, These guys are going to tell us a little backstory about who they are, where they're from, and where they're going, and what got them there. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, have this opportunity. So which one of you guys wants to start us off here?
2: Uh, I'll start off. I'm um, right. Cam Hitchcock, three-year senior at Culver. Uh, currently planning on heading to Dartmouth College next year. Um, from Carmel, Indiana. I actually did a year back home
0: at Cathedral High School and three years at uh, Culver. So, yeah. So, Cam, real quick. So, what made you want to go to Dartmouth? So, I know, like, lacrosse, there's a lot of opportunity to kind of take it to the next level. What, what made you choose Dartmouth? Uh,
2: well academics is a really big thing to me I mean obviously everyone has their own match when it comes to recruiting but there's a ton of options out there and some schools are better at lacrosse not as good as academics and it's really up to you what what you think your fit is so I I found the academic piece of Dartmouth really
0: intriguing and super excited to get there absolutely man I love that so Dartmouth is a pretty awesome school to go to and it's a pretty rigorous of a schedule I would assume Do you do you know what you want to study there or Um, Currently, I'm planning on business
2: just because that's what my dad and my brother has gone into, but I don't know if things can change. I'm nothing concrete, obviously, especially nowadays with COVID and everything, but I'm planning on business
0: and hopefully that should take me to a good career, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what what, uh, brought you to Culver then? I mean, Cathedral, from what I've heard, they've had a pretty good uh, lacrosse team in the past, I think, I'm not too sure, but uh, they have some good competition and but obviously, Culver being one of the best teams in the nation, what what brought you here?
2: Yeah, so my grandpa attended Culver, so did my dad and my brother, and so it's kind of like a family pipeline. But also, uh, when you talk about lacrosse at Culver versus Cathedral, like Cathedral is very good for in-state, and it's it's really fun to play there. But you look at Culver and all the things that their lacrosse team has been able to accomplish in the past and currently, you just you, you can't beat that beat it. And the coaching and the players you get to play with, it's Really awesome. So uh, I, got, I got to say, a mix of the family
0: pipeline and uh, lacrosse brought me here. That's excellent, man. I'll have some more questions for you, but if we just want to go around the table here, Ty, you can go ahead and uh, bring it up next.
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, Ty English um, from Burlington, Ontario. I'm a four year senior, Culver. Um, also played pep lacrosse. Uh, had to UNC next year. Um, pretty excited about that. And uh, I also repeated, did a year back home at my public high school. So
0: you said Ontario, that's not the US obviously. What brought you here? I mean, I know Ontario is big in hockey. I'm, I'm not too familiar in the lacrosse world, uh, but I would have to assume it's pretty side by side with hockey. So I would think it's kind of competitive, but would you say it's better there or here? And what, what kind of ultimately brought you to the States?
3: Uh, you know, I grew up uh, always watching hockey. My brothers played. Unfortunately, I was never really able to play, uh, kind of stick more towards football. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, a uh, it was kind of nice. I kind of took it for granted how much I got to watch, like, some good hockey mm-hmm. back home, whether it be, like, high school or, uh, rap hockey. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah. So, when my brother got recruited by, uh, Coach Posner, who used to be the coach here at Culver, and I kind of didn't really know how I was going here until, like, mid-year of my freshman year in my old public high school, and, um... And my parents just kind of like raged me into coming here. Um, didn't really tell me until like the very end, and uh, I wasn't really too mad about it. I didn't really care that much. I thought I was like kind of good opportunity, and um, and I, got, I was able to play football too with uh, Coach Doral, so that was nice. And uh, yeah, so Coach Poser kind of recruited me along with my brother, and uh, that's what really helped me come here. And ever since then, it's been pretty great. Awesome, man.
0: Good for you. So you mentioned you mentioned your brothers, and. Walking up and down the hall of fame here at Culver, there's uh, a couple of photos of the past teams, and uh, from what I've un- from what I understand is you've got a long lineage of All-American lacrosse players. Am, am I
3: right? Uh, yeah, we got um, probably about uh, like five or six uh, uh, like all All-Americans in uh, in, the, in the nation, and then we got a couple um, in the past. We got some in-state All-Americans.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And have your brothers been any of those guys by chance?
3: Uh, yeah, my older brother Sam. Uh, he's at Princeton right now. He graduated in, uh, in nineteen, and uh, yeah, I was able. I was fortunate to play with him for two years, my freshman and sophomore year, and um, you know it was really great to play with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. so,
0: what what was it like then? I, I want to know. I, I have I don't have any brothers, so I don't know what it's like to play with a brother on a, on a team. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure his leadership kind of molded you here into a leader being uh, one of team captains this year w- what what was that like for you playing with your brother here
3: uh it was nice i was kind of someone to always look look up to even just coming here not just playing lacrosse just kind of like someone to like, if i had to go to his room or something like that talk to um it was kind of nice for that and that and uh i also have a younger brother uh mm-hmm. brooks he's a year younger than me and kind of my whole life we would go every other year playing back and forth with each other um and and wrap box across which is fun and uh Everyone always kind of was like, oh, it must be awesome to play with your brother. And I kind of took it for granted over the years. I didn't really understand, like, how nice it was. And, um, and yeah, uh, I, fortunately I can't play with him right now. He's at a school in uh, New Jersey mm-hmm. playing lacrosse. But, uh, yeah, he, um, my older brother Sam, he was a captain here and um, kind of really helped me a lot out. Uh, even his junior year, he kind of was always teaching me. We kind of went through the same um, progress, I guess, playing, like, defense and then uh what bring our ways into playing offense and uh, yeah, it's always someone I could talk to, whether it be that's lacrosse or just academics or anything.
0: Yeah, that's good. Always having somebody's support. All right, Ben, you wanna take it away? Yeah, sure. First of all, uh
4: Ricky, thanks for having me on the show. Um I really appreciate having us. Uh and yeah, so um yeah, so I'm a I'm a prep lacrosse player here at Culver and uh two year senior and I played football last year and I'm headed to Colgate next year. Really looking forward to that. So.
0: so, Ben, where are you from again? Remind me. Oh yeah,
4: uh, I'm
0: from really Ontario, Canada.
4: Sure.
0: Hey, rep Ontario. Yeah, like of course. International guys. Yeah. So, Ben, you and like you said, are a two-year guy. So you were in my new cadet class, not the same unit, but uh, the same class coming in. What's it like being a two-year? Because we've got a three-year, four-year, now a two-year. What's it like? I mean, you came in and went straight to prep and uh, kind of got reps. You guys didn't really get a season last year, but now you're kind of a big influence on the field. I mean, I got to see you play in the, their home opener a couple weeks ago, and I mean, you put up a couple goals, and, which was nice to see. So what was that feeling like, and what's it like being a, a two-year guy here?
4: Uh, Yeah, so like, I'll just talk about like being a two-year guy. And like coming in, it was kind of, at first, um, I came into a football training camp, and that's when I first met a couple of the guys like uh, Ty and Jack Gray Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it was was a pretty easy um, transition for me just coming in and being able to like meet all the guys in the football camp and then playing the football season and I kind of got a good feel for what Culver Athletics is all about and uh, yeah and then we had Coach Posner last year and then I joined um, the lacrosse team during the winter and obviously our season was shortened but Mm -hmm. yeah it, it was a it was a pretty easy transition for myself but
0: that's yeah. good, man. That's that's good. Um, Colgate. Yeah. Colgate. What made
4: you choose Colgate, man? Um, yeah, so, like, it's kind of a great mixture of, like, as Cam said, um, academics. That was a big part of my recruiting process, and mm-hmm. I wanted to go into a school that would put me in a good position to be successful in life, and uh, I thought that Colgate, um, it was it's a good mixture of lacrosse and academics, and that's why, yeah. That's there you I go.
0: Talking about uh, – that, I mean, I talked to Tyler about his family. I know you have a brother here now. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't play lacrosse, came in and played U16 hockey. What's it like seeing him kind of go on his own path and not see him kind of follow you and, and play the same sport as you? Uh, yeah, it's kind of,
4: it's definitely, um, we're definitely competitive growing up. I, I played a lot of hockey growing up, and so we've kind of gone at each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's great to see him here. And, like, we played lacrosse and hockey together back at my old school. And so he's definitely had an influence um, on my game today. And I hope I the same on him.
0: That's good. <laughs> That's all you can ask for, right? Yeah. Ty, sorry, I didn't, I didn't ask you,
3: UNC, wh- what made you choose them? Sir sure, that. Um, <laughs> what's up, Tyler? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was just kind of blown away when I went and visited there. Mm-hmm. At just the facilities, the campus, everything. It's in a nice area. Yeah. Uh, weather's nice. Um, pretty solid academics, I don't know about Dartmouth and Colgate, but uh, <laughs> but still, I'm still excited to go there. And um, I think, yeah, just a lacrosse team right now, they're doing pretty well. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can help out in the future. That's good, man. So you both, I know Ben and Ty, you talked about playing football.
0: Uh, Ty, you're a menace out on the football field. <laughs> I uh, went to every home game we got to go to last year, and from what I what I've seen, I would say you have an opportunity to play at a next level. Would you take that if you had it?
3: Um,
0: like say say you, you had a chance to walk on in the fall at UNC, would you take it?
3: Uh, possibly. Uh, people like guys on the team always. I don't know if they're joking or not, but they always try to tell me I should mm-hmm. walk on. But uh, I don't know. I, I just, that's pretty next level. I don't know. If I'll be able. I'll ever be able to play at that level. But uh, yeah, I definitely. I think my whole life growing up, um, my dad used to play in the CFL actually, and uh, yeah, so did so did Ben's dad. He played <laughs> in the CFL uh, for uh, BC Lions. Uh,
4: Hamilton Tiger Cats oh, mostly. Tiger Cats, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, my whole life, I think that was like my biggest like focus. I mm-hmm. think as like as a kid growing up, um, going up to the field like every day. Uh, he was a wide receiver, so he tried to like warp me into playing wide receiver too. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really like even like know lacrosse was going to be something that I would uh, pursue that much until like literally like my freshman year of high school. And my focus is more on football and that's why I enjoy playing more. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, when I came here, it was pretty fun too. Uh, got to play my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And, uh, yeah, I did, I did all right for our team. Um, we, uh, we never really made it quite far, but I just had a blast playing and, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, if that opportunity presents itself, um, I think yeah, maybe why not? I think that'll be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, playing for fun while you're uh, getting getting that opportunity would be pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, uh, Cam, these guys talked about like growing up playing two sports. I mean, hockey, football, mixed with some lacrosse. Was there anything that you played growing up before before you found your love for lacrosse or?
2: Yeah, I also played football up until eighth grade and baseball and basketball when I was younger. Uh, obviously, my turning point was I was on the baseball field and I was picking dandelions <laughs> and uh, I had about a point one hundred percent batting average. So that's kind of when I decided like I couldn't hit the ball, so I might as well try a new sport. But uh, yeah, also I have two brothers and uh, when I was younger we'd always compete and stuff. My older brother played lacrosse. My oldest brother. I mean, he ran cross-country, but, uh, you know, go going runs and stuff like that. So I think that also, like, Ben and uh, Ty both have brothers, and I'm sure they could say the same, but that had a big influence on our competitiveness and just, like, beating each other up. I think mm-hmm. that's a big part and key in having a brother, always pushing each other.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So I got, I got a question for the three of you guys. I mean, you guys were all here when Posner was a coach, and now you've got a new coach. So the, the program, has it changed at all? What uh, What's different, would you say? Like, I mean, if you guys could break that down, maybe anybody um, can take that one.
2: Um. So I actually only was playing under Coach P for about a year. But, um, I mean, he has his own style. And obviously, it, it worked really well. He accomplished a ton as a coach and um, really knew how to get things done. And I would say the same about Coach Berzner. Uh, he comes from Navy. He, Obviously, he knows how the culture of the military works, and he has his own way uh, of doing things as well. But I would say the transition has been pretty smooth. Um, I think it's we're a lot younger team, so mm-hmm. a lot of guys have had to step up that maybe not had that role in the past. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it's gone pretty well. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah I, want, I, uh, I got to play for uh, Coach Posner all three years uh, prior to my senior year. And, uh, yeah, some people may think he's crazy, but, you know, it's, just, it's pretty effective what he did. Uh, he, some people may question the way he uh, he does his things, but, you know, he went out and won. Mm-hmm. One of the most successful high school coaches there is. Um, uh, and actually, he went to Lawrenceville, where uh, my brother went to go play for him. Uh, I think one of the biggest transitions this year is just, like, yeah, players that left, like, new players coming in. And... I think that like the responsibility that uh, the seniors have had also, just trying to help like guide the way. I think that one thing that our Coach is to doing is not change everything too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, like, with like also imp- imp- implementing his own things, but not like changing everything too much. And uh, so I think this like the one of the more like responsible years that the seniors have had here at Culver, and just kind of like trying to maintain that same mentality that we've had, like, killer mentality, like blue collared kind of way we are and yeah This stuff has, kind of Coach Posner has been grooming for us um, yeah but also um, making it our team like making it a new team and uh, getting our own uh, our goals in there
4: yeah like I'd definitely say for this year a big theme I think all of us would say is like brotherhood and culture uh, we're like I'd say like I think everyone could vouch for this uh, we're like the tightest of guys and like just like it's, it's so fun just being, like, around everybody every day and mm-hmm. living together in this environment and just being with your brothers.
0: Absolutely. I I mean, looking looking from the outside, I could definitely tell you guys have an absolutely, like, tight bond within the community because, like, what you guys always eat together. You guys are always hanging out together. And it's not to the point where you're not talking to other people, you know, well, like some other teams that I've, I know of, but you guys, like, are welcoming to these new guys. And that's something I was going to ask, uh, ask you about. And Ty, you kind of brought it up. A lot of new players, a lot of young players. I noticed you guys got a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores on the team. And you guys went from being, like, how do I say it? You you had a really good foundation, and you guys had a year off, essentially.
2: Yeah, a lot of experience on the
0: last year's team. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, and you guys didn't get to kind of, like, play on the field with them. I, mean, I know you worked out all in the preseason, but – you guys kind of learned from them, but you kind of had to adapt your own way of leadership from going from like your sophomore year, nothing, your junior year, and now you're here and you've been asked a lot. Can you guys t- somebody? Touch on that, like what it's like to have to like come from a year off and then leading a, a group of new guys.
3: Yeah, I mean it's pretty crazy. Like when you look at the numbers, it's like there's about four or five guys who've actually like touched the field in a, in a prep lacrosse game for mm-hmm. our team, and you know this year we've have about 30 guys on our team, which is more than usual um but I think that like one thing is like that adversary ad- adversity that we've uh, gone through that our coaches left and those some key players have left I think that's like what helps us out the most honestly like the biggest part of our team what, what Ben was saying like their brotherhood and like how many new guys we actually have brought in I think that's like it, it goes to show like how close we are that we like kind of brought them in and, and it brings us closer mm-hmm. and uh like you know you, you got guys like like throughout my three years before, I've seen a lot of like clicky groups on the team, yeah, almost like right, sen- seniors right. stay together. You know, juniors, the Canadians maybe stay together. But uh, I think this year we kind of like very like diverse yeah. in our relationships. Whether it be like a senior, seniors hanging out with like freshmen, or you know, people got guys from all over hanging out. Um, I think that's one thing that we got going for us this year.
2: And yeah. I would say that's a big testament to our team because. When you look at us off the field, we're always together and that really goes to show how strong we are as just teammates and how we have each other's back. And I know a lot of times people may say like, well, you guys like talk to anyone else, which obviously we do, but I think just, we're such a close knit group that it helps, especially on the field when we're trying to work together and communicate and and all all the stuff necessary to win games.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, everything you just said, it's on on and off the field. It, It transfers throughout all over campus, in the classroom, Stuff like that. Yeah,
3: I mean, I can see how uh, uh, some some of the outsiders may look at us like mm-hmm. we're a little clicky or we don't like like hang out with other people. But I think that um, I think it's just because we're I don't know, we're so close and it's kind of what it takes to be like a, a good team. Sometimes just being around each other, yeah. and the team culture. And
0: well, to follow follow that up, I I used to think so. Being a new guy last year, not really knowing anything, I kind of came in and saw the lacrosse guys always doing things together, and I used to think, man, these guys uh, aren't the friendliest of guys, and I used to think, like, who, who are these guys, you know, I didn't know any history, I don't know cross very well, until I started to learn the history of the game, and, like, what the Culver program was, and I realized, well, these guys have what it takes to back it up, so you guys obviously put in the work, so you guys have the reward, I'm, so, like, I, I definitely commend you guys for working hard and doing what you guys do. Um, I got a question, though, so, Obviously, I see you guys on campus all the time, having a good time, always having fun. What's it like on the road, though? Is it the same way, or is it pretty strict? I know a lot of, like, in the hockey program, we were in our rooms doing all this stuff in uniform at all times. I mean, give me kind of an inside look to what road trips look like for the boys there.
2: Uh, I got to say, being on the bus is probably my best, my favorite, most favorite part of the trip. Like, uh, all the stuff that goes on, the screaming, the yelling, just the chaos that goes on the bus. <laughs> Actually, we have a we kind of have a tradition now we just started this year where Ben Trumbull <laughs> sits in the back of the bus and for some reason he gets really hungry every like five minutes <laughs> so we have to go up to the front and get about like I would say 50 granola bars and then throw them on Trumbull because he, he's always hungry it's weird. yeah that's really funny man <laughs> you want to talk about Nico today yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: uh sure you want to get a, hear a story like, sure sure story. Tell, tell me a story I love that uh yeah, so this is kind of like around spring break time. Uh, me, Alec Vicaro, Jack mm-hmm. Gray, and, and Cam were all rooming together. And uh, one of us came, with, came up with a bright idea to uh, mess with one of our teammates. <laughs> and Nico D'Aponio. Yeah, so Nico D'Aponio, uh, if you don't know him, then <laughs> he's, a, he's, tough something, yeah. <laughs> he's something else. Uh, so I think the, uh, this uh, prank phone call or whatever you want to call it uh, worked best on him. And um, so basically, we uh, got like a text-free number, mm-hmm. and we started texting him. As uh, he's committed to Utah, by the way, and we text him as uh, like a, vo- a, volun- <laughs> a volunteer, uh, a volunteer Utah lacrosse uh, like assistant coach uh-huh. kind of deal. And um, basically, just messing with him, like sent some big, big text out, and he's like go Utes, and he responds like super energetic, like yeah. th- it's just the funniest thing. And then, uh, and then we set him a phone call with him. And we uh, we put up Alec up on the phone. He's got like the deepest voice. Yeah, you. right. Yeah, and uh, and we spent like, calling like, half, half an, an hour, hour, half an hour maybe. on the phone with this guy, with Nico. And Nico's
2: the most like, he was he would be the personality that I would believe it the most. So gullible, just like the perfect
3: <laughs> candidate for this. Yeah, Continue. and we were saying some pretty funny stuff. Um, you know, it was pretty hard not to laugh. Uh, Alec did a good job of muting every like other second. <laughs> but uh, Shout out, Alec. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good job, Alec. Uh, but yeah, he basically would just, just uh, like mess with them, asking funny questions and um, uh, what was some fun, fun, funny stories he was trying to tell. Uh, well, well but essentially, but
2: Alec. Wait, wait,
0: wait. are you still on yeah, the? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You're still, okay, okay, okay. Go for,
2: yeah. it, go for it. Essentially, Alec uh, told Nico that he got. He as the coach obviously uh, got kicked out of the military for for PCP <laughs> and Nico I don't know how believed that and he was like wow that's that's awful
3: like, <laughs> and, just, and Nico was the most oblivious person ever and every time like the funny thing when he would respond and just be like oh my gosh that's that's crazy and that would st- <laughs> the hardest part to like maintain like your composure yeah, yeah. so. W- when did he catch on? Like, well, how did he find out? Did he ever
0: find out? Is this the first time? Or no, he- we told him. We told no, yeah, him. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. He had suspicion. Like, he would come to our room, and we would look through, the, like, the door hole and say, this <laughs> and we'd all just have to bite our lip. Like, I remember a couple times Jack and Alec would sprint in the bathroom just because, like, <laughs> they couldn't keep a straight face. But we actually, like, and we actually, like, ended up, like, I think he found out. Like, we sent him some, like, random article. But he, he found out, like, <laughs> discovering, like, just some totally unrelated Utah <laughs> article, and we just made everything about Utah, and I think that's how he began to find out. But, yeah, that, yeah, I think
3: we, uh, we we gave we gave like a voicemail or something like that, and it's like, I don't, know, I don't know if I can talk about it, but we were just saying some pretty funny stuff. Yeah, and all the voicemail. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could only imagine. I could only imagine. Yeah. So that that sounds like a, a pretty fun time. I mean, in your downtime, you're not really doing too much in the hotels, but. Uh, other than like when you guys are messing around and hanging out, what's what's the structure like? Are you guys doing like a dynamic warm up in the morning or, cause I know, I, I mean to like perform at the highest level, you gotta train at the highest level.
4: Uh, So you want me to spe- uh, speak on like the spring break trip or just Yeah, yeah so that's the most recent trip. Okay, right? yeah, Go okay, yeah, yeah. for it. Tell me about yeah, that. So yeah, like after games, we would usually practice in the mornings, um, the day after, and yeah, we would get a rest day, and all the parents were really good and getting us fed and just re-energizing us. And yeah, we played we played four games in the span of like six or seven, six days. Or seven days. But yeah, it, it was it was good. We were able to show pretty well. But um, yeah, yeah.
0: So you you mentioned the, the last trip you guys were on. Uh, how how did you guys play overall?
3: Um, I'd say overall not as great as what we could be pl- how we could be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, we played we played pretty well some of the games. Um, we got a lot to work on for uh, for nationals and everything coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we lost one game in overtime, which was pretty tough. You know, we, last game of the of the of the break could have gone out four and zero, and that was kind of like the motto of the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you know that was pretty like almost heartbreaking for us, but. The whole week, you know, we, we we felt like we underperformed. We played some uh, teams that we could have been beaten by more. Um, a lot of like one or two goal games that should have yeah. been uh, bigger deficits. But yeah, I mean, we, now we know we need to work on yeah. how we can get better. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think that'll fuel us for the for the games to come for sure.
2: Yeah, and I would say we have a chip on our shoulder now because like it's better to be beaten down early than late. And you got to think too when when we go out east, that's our first time playing like real competition, like. Obviously, we'll play some Midwest teams, and like it's kind of not like hockey because they have like pretty good competition con- consistently. So it was kind of like a I don't know a big skill gap between Midwest and East Coast teams.
3: However, uh, um, I think uh, May May fifteenth, maybe uh, it's, on, it's on a Wednesday. We play uh, IMG. You just got booked. They're coming to Culver. 2 o'clock. <laughs> 2 o'clock, yeah. o'clock hey. on a Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, if you have
2: a free period or you're just not feeling class, come out. Yeah,
0: Oliver please. Field. Oliver Field. Did you hear that? Every Two Culver o'clock. listener pop out to the game.
3: Wanna it probably be the best game that – you know, has ever been played on, on all over field for lacrosse, at least we, not a lot of great teams come out here and uh, yeah. finally get the chance.
2: Um, and then if, if you do go and, and miss, class, uh, miss class on accident, just tell them that Nico DePonio
3: told, <laughs> <laughs> told you you could come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, going back to that trip, though, what what's your guys' response as team leaders, seniors on the team? Like, how do you guys get these these younger guys who, who are new and aren't really used to the program, like – they kind of think this is the normal, but you guys obviously know it's not. So
4: how's what's your guys' response? Uh, I think I think pretty early in the year they just kind of like they they kind of got used to like the the level that we play at, and they kind of I th- I feel like they understand uh, that th- this is the way that we want to be, and that losing is not something that like that's in what we want to that's not in it our goals. <laughs> yeah, it won't be yeah. tolerated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sort of trouble. Yeah, but
3: like. <laughs> It, yeah, that was definitely one of the tougher things this year I'm getting so many guys, a lot of new guys. Never really had this many, like, new starters on our team, like, without guys with, like, less experience than other guys. Um, but, you know, just, like, talking to them. Like, I remember we had a practice, one of our first practices, or one of our last practices before we went out there, spring break trip. Um, mm-hmm. You're just playing, like, terrible during practice, and mm-hmm. coach told us to get, like, seniors, the captains, get the, get, get the other players and uh, talk to them. And I think we just kind of, like, Broke it down for them, like, like that was some of the like best lacrosse that they've they've ever played. That they're going to go out to play, yeah. And um, that we need to like wake up right now. And you know, it's still some guys we need to start like relaying that message back to them. And as a team, it's it's kind of it's a lot different than what it has been. And that's probably one of the more tougher things. But um, you know, just now they got some experience. Hopefully that we can use that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I don't want to keep you guys too much longer here, but I got just a few more. Things for you um, during the winter. I, I'm, I'm working out constantly in the gym, so I'd come up and I see you guys playing in a very, very competitive box across tournament. <laughs> and I, I tried to go to as many games as possible, but you guys talk about being a brotherhood and, and uh, like how close you guys are. But as soon as that that uh, face off in the X happens in the first game with box across t- games, all I see is guys going after each other. I mean, I love the competitiveness. Uh, tell me about the box lacrosse league here. I know you guys got a few fun stories for that one.
2: Yeah, so obviously I'm not the best uh, <laughs> box lacrosse player, but I mean, all the Canadians basically are the reason we do it because that's all they like. That's what they play back home, and um, they're obviously way more talented than the Americans. But uh, it's always a fun time playing box. It gets chippy. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Ben Trumbull and Gabe Bowen Slack got into it a couple times. Gabe threw a stick probably to the ceiling. uh, Kicked out. uh, Yeah, they both got kicked out. But that happens almost every year. There's always fights. Um, But I would say, yeah, it's a really good. uh, It's really good to – it really improves your stick skills uh, because obviously you're in really tight spaces. And the physicality is obviously so fun because the rules in box are a little bit different than – a little looser than field.
0: Real quick, um, like uh, you were just talking about – like the stick moves, you're you're a deep hold, right? Mm. So going from the deep pole to a shorty, it, it must be a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: I feel like I look like an idiot when I'm holding the short stick, but uh, it definitely helps. Like you have to use your feet a lot more, and you're constantly just cross checking. Like you don't get the that six foot pole that you, uh, I get to use in the field, but I think it definitely helps my skill and translates over the field.
3: Uh, and yeah, you we know, when, when talk about like brotherhood, that competitiveness, I think. Those two go hand in hand. Yeah. Huh. Uh, like funny story. Uh, I remember, like, I think it was either freshman or sophomore year. Me and my brother got into like a fight one time and had to be broken up by uh, by Posner. Jeez. That brother we love, huh? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Talk yeah. about your hyper
2: dunk uh, <laughs> Oh
4: yeah. So uh, this. for the for the box tournament, of course I got a I gotta rock my uh, blue Hyperdunks, and everyone loves them. So. <laughs> is
0: this a superstition, or is this just? Uh, stee- nah, they're
4: stees. They're, they're, steez. they're steezy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No,
0: I. Cross guys got steeze, huh? For sure. Well, just trumble. Of course. Just trumble. <laughs>
4: <Just trouble. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually unfortunately was not able to play in the majority of the season um, due to COVID nineteen. <laughs> <but laughs> hey. <laughs> what are your thoughts on COVID nineteen then? Hey, it'll How
0: get, get say, you, I man. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> no comment. No, no comment.
2: comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, COVID nineteen. <I> <laughs> we all know it, man. Uh, it'll, it'll get. get, you, get right? it'll, it'll. It'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm glad we got the vaccine. Now things should be opening up soon, and uh, should be back to business. So to actually, business.
0: that actually brings up a good point, real quick. COVID nineteen. We here in Indiana, we've actually lifted the mask mandate. So. That's opened the campus up a lot more, so fans can go to your games, parents are allowed to go to your games. Yeah. How does that guy? How does that feel, you guys, coming in?
2: Um, I would say it's really awesome because obviously our parents sacrifice so much for us to go here, and I mean the least that the school, like obviously the school, is under a lot of scrutiny all the time because during COVID I feel like no one can do anything right, but um, it's really great <laughs> that my parents get to come and see. I don't know, it's it's different for Canada because. Obviously, they have rules, and they have quarantine and stuff like that. But I'm I'm honestly really glad my parents can come and watch, and it's uh, it's great to see them there.
3: Yeah, I think fans are going to be a huge play, especially in this uh, upcoming game against IMG. So, please come out there. Two o'clock, I think. Uh, two o'clock. Class. <laughs> class, is, out there. class is optional. Class is
0: dismissed at I two think o'clock. We, I, think per Nico <laughs> I think we should talk to uh, – Some of the faculty here, and instead of uh, an all-school or something, I think the school should be required to go. How does that sound to you guys? Uh, I would love that. I mean,
2: IMG, obviously, another boarding school, but Mm -hmm. uh, this this is the first time in probably lacrosse history that a big-time school will actually come to Culver for for, for lacrosse, obviously, but I think it would be awesome if we could get a big showing. I mean, obviously, not much we can do about it, but if we could talk to the school and maybe work something out, that would be great.
0: Would you say you guys have some beef with them, or
3: not really? I think
2: uh, I think maybe some predisposed, like just because IMG is always like a big name and like people are always like talking all about IMG. I think I think there could it could potentially be a pretty chippy game, but we we don't really have any history with them, so um,
4: we we did play a couple of their players um, in the fall um, and. Uh,
3: Shut down pretty we,
4: well, I think. Yeah, gay, shout out to Gabe Bowenslot. But, uh, yeah.
3: yeah, I think the one thing is, like, a big motto for us, or what uh, we've been talking with some of our players, It's like we just want to go out there and just, like, like demolish, like, we want to go out there and just crush them. Yeah. I think yeah. that, like, you know, like, they, they, they're they all, like, entitled players who think they're just, like, way better than everybody, even though they don't really play anybody good on their schedule. And um, we're looking to go out there, you know, like, with our attitude, like, our blue-collar killer attitude. and show them what we're about
2: and I think it's really interesting because you just compare the two one's a boarding school in Florida I mean great facilities like obviously a athlete like all for sports and then you got another one in the middle of northern Indiana the cornfields military obviously for the girls too it's tough and it's just it, it, you compare you compare both of them and there's a clear difference between both and I, I would say Culver's way more blue collar just as overall and our team especially and I think it will be a really good clash of kind of two sides playing playing together.
0: Yeah, man, I, I definitely understand what you guys are saying. Um, obviously, I don't know too much about IMG, but uh, I hope you I hope you guys have good good game against them, and it's very competitive. It gives you guys an opportunity to kind of see where you stand against another top team here in the nation. Yeah, for sure. Um, just a couple more things here. Just finish off this IMG topic. What are you? What are you guys' preparations this week? You got what? One week? Almost exactly one week? No, no, right here? no, no. We it's in May. I'm sorry, oh, I thought it was yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, okay, okay. We have three more games in between that. So one. then you got three
3: games to prepare mentally, and then yeah. uh, what? About a month then? Would it be? Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, we're kind of preparing for like our Midwest Championship that we're playing okay. on this Sunday. Right now, we haven't really talked about it. Like our team, like. He uh, kind of, like, addressed it in, like, a captain's meeting, mm-hmm. but didn't really address it with the team yet. But uh, I think that's going to be a major topic, like, in this following weeks.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tremble, I got a question for you real quick. It kind of brings us all the way back to the beginning. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about what you want to do after college. uh or before the show but if, if you can go ahead and tell me a little bit what you want to do here
4: yeah so hopefully like I'm looking after Colgate I'm um, hoping to pursue um, maybe the PLL and possibly well, the NL.
0: what's what is that some of my viewers might not know
4: um so it's uh the the major lacrosse league um no 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 nope. no, no, no. It may, yeah that premier was the lacrosse league. premier lacrosse league um it's the new uh lacrosse league um that was made by um Paul Rabel and it's kind of putting our sport on the map, I'd say, and yeah. So hopefully, that all things work out, and yeah. There you guys go.
0: I mean, that's kind of like an inside look here at the lacrosse program. Do you guys have any any
3: last short short stories for us before we go? Anything? you um, Guys, want to close with? Make sure to check out uh, Trumbull's fit at Sadie's. Yeah. He, uh, he kind of premiered it a little bit at. Uh, just walking yeah, it, I, got, right. I gotta saw, say, right. I yeah. walked in the dining Hall straight style. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's looking good. Uh, Doctor Bonner was complimenting him on it. Mr. Uh, Bonner. Yeah, Mr. Bonner, sorry. Yeah. When, you,
2: when you see Trumbull walking outside, you can't miss him. He he's always spotlight. <laughs> and, uh, and
3: by the way, he doesn't have a date yet. So any lucky any lucky listeners out there, uh, be sure to ask him out. Um, yeah, that'd it, be it nice. would be an. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl he broke his heart, but it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> You know who you are. <laughs> You're the worst.
0: How about you boys? Do you have uh, any
3: lucky ladies going with you? or? Uh, no, we no, we're tag. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to We're tag teaming this year. but. Yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, we weren't uh, fortunate enough to get asked.
2: Apparently. Yeah, I guess we're just not enough at this school. but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
3: Yeah, Cameron Hitchcock, he's definitely one with the
4: ladies. So yeah. uh, you should watch your date if um, – yeah, definitely watch your day today. I time. mean, if you want to go on tender, we got bench okay, Trumbull okay, here. That's
2: it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't beat it. Doc.
4: All right, David.
0: I love the energy here, boys. I mean, you guys are hanging out together all the time and joking around always. So I, I'm really excited and really happy that I got to have you guys here on the show. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, uh, thank you so time. much, Rick. Yeah. Thanks so
2: much. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I, I see this podcast going growing pretty big. Obviously, you're a really good host, and thank you. I thank think you. that this will be a really good thing in the future. So,
4: yeah, for, for sure, yeah, yeah. I appreciate thank it.
0: Thank you so much. I uh, I hope it spreads the message of what it's like to be a lacrosse player here on campus, and I hope it kind of gives insight to those who are here on campus who might have a different opinion. Kind of let them know the truth behind uh, behind the players. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, that's uh, going to end after TAPS, the podcast with uh, Eric Marshall, Ben Trumbull, Ty English, and Cam Hitchcock. Thank you for having us. Have a good night.